A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. In 2 Peter chapter 3, Peter is confronting, lovingly confronting, but confronting the Christian church with the great doctrine that he wants them to understand more than anything else. And by understand, he doesn't um, assume that they don't know this doctrine. Of course they do. But he believes that we are not treating, his listeners aren't treating the doctrine with the sincerity they should. It's not having the grip on their outlook and lives that it should have. That's why he is, in the words of verse 1, stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder. Reminding us that the great truth of the day of the Lord, that's the doctrine, the return of Christ, judgment day, is what the whole Bible presents. And understanding that and believing in it is what gives life and direction to our witness and ministry in the world of today. He's explained in verses 4 to 7 how the scoffers deliberately overlook the uh, clear biblical reality of the return of Christ. They overlook the historical example that we have of a global judgment in the deluge, the flood, and therefore they overlook the fact that the heavens and earth are now stored up for fire. So they turn aside from what the gospel should be used for because they feel they have the freedom not to take it seriously. But Peter has been explaining to us that we should not be like them. Let me read again verses 8 to 10 of 2 Peter chapter 3. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises, some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come, like a thief. And then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. He's saying that uh, we should not, we the Christian church, uh, understand God through human timescales. We should understand that if there is delay, it is because God is merciful. He is providing us with an evangelistic opportunity because God himself desires that no one should perish, but that all should reach repentance. And then, verse 10, Peter assures us again with great emphasis, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. And then the heavens will pass away with a roar and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. What that is describing is um, the scale of the destruction that will happen when Jesus returns. When it talks about the heavens and the heavenly bodies, that's talking about all space and all the contents of space. It's talking about the entire universe. Indeed, it's talking about space-time itself. It is all going to be burnt up and dissolved. Whether it's the vast emptiness of intergalactic space or whether it's the tiny mass of a subatomic particle, everything is going to be burned up and dissolved. And you know, the Bible uh, 
is very consistent with this message. Let me just read you some references to make that point clear. Isaiah chapter 66 verses 15 to 16 uh, say this, For behold, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots like the whirlwind, to render his anger in fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire will the Lord enter into judgment, and by his sword with all flesh, and those slain by the Lord shall be many. Zephaniah chapter 1 verse 18 says this, In the fire of his jealousy all the earth shall be consumed, for a full and sudden end he will make of all the inhabitants of the earth. And then in the New Testament we have 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 7 to 10 which say this, when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might when he comes on that day. Now those, by the way, are not uh, just singular proof texts. Uh, the truth about the day of the Lord and its nature is everywhere. Verse 10 says, the day of the Lord will come like a thief. It doesn't mean that it will come surreptitiously, you know, that it'll come and we won't notice. No, it means when it says come like a thief, it means it will come unexpectedly. A thief doesn't ring you up to say, look, I'm going to be burgling your house on uh, Thursday night. Look out, I'll be around at about one o'clock in the morning. No, a thief comes at the time that he's least expected. And that idea is communicated many times, uh, specifically in the teaching of the Lord Jesus Christ, who again and again and again taught this uh, great truth about the day of the Lord. It will come unexpectedly, and uh, we are to be found working when it comes. You see, um, where it refers to, at the end of verse 10, the works that are done on it will be exposed. Notice how many times the idea of destruction is emphasized. Destruction by fire. And then what will remain are works that are done on it. That's done on the earth. There's some debate over what exactly Peter means by that. But um, it seems most likely that those works are referring to the actions of man the products of human culture and civilization, of art and technology. And when it says they will be exposed, that means they will be exposed to divine judgment. They will be called to account. God is going to have the last word. And there will be nowhere to hide in the entire universe when that happens. That's the great message. So Paul is saying to Christians, the day of the Lord is certainly coming, and uh, we should make no mistake about its reality and the scale of what it will represent, the destruction of the entire universe. And we should see that as the evangelistic opportunity it is, remembering that God isn't willing that any should perish, but that all should re re reach repentance and so be able to believe and uh, the gospel and know the forgiveness of sins. Tomorrow we'll look at verses 11 and 12. Do join me then. Heavenly Father, what an amazing thing it will be when this universe is just burnt up and when it passes away and the great judgment 
of your son uh, will be conducted by your son and the whole world will be held to account. Father, please, would we um, understand that truth, would we accept that truth, and please would we use the time we have to witness the wonderful message of the gospel to those who need to hear it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.